Good afternoon, my conscious co-creators. Welcome to another edition of the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. I am very, very pleased that you are here with me today. Oh, this is such a special show. We have wonderful special announcements today. First and foremost, for everyone listening, if you want to see us live on video, we are streaming live our video on Facebook. Um, Just look for me, Sam Leibowitz. I believe it's probably in my uh, regular feed. We're live now. I, I think Facebook only lets us uh, uh, do the feed for like a half hour at a time, so I'm probably going to have to stop it about halfway through and restart it. But we're live on Facebook. Sam Lebowitz, L-I-E-B-O-W-I-T-Z. Uh, look for me. You'll find the live stream. Uh, eventually, I'll figure this thing out better, and I'll make sure it streams over on the Talking Alternative uh, Facebook page. But I just wanted to let you know that. And I do have another special announcement. I will announce it again at the end. Yes, me, your conscious consultant. I will be doing a TED Talk. I'm very, very proud to say that I've been invited to give a talk at TEDx Upper West Side. Um, the website, they, 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 the, most of the speakers are listed. They're still working on it. I don't think ticket sales have started yet, but it's going to be April 26th of 2016. Um, and if you just keep an eye on TEDx Upper West Side here in New York City, um, you'll be able to come. So uh, I hope you guys will cheer me on. I am both thrilled, excited, and nervous as hell about doing this TED Talk. Um, but I, I got me a couple of books about TED Talks. I've been watching TED Talks. I love TED Talks. It's a TEDx talk. Okay, it's not a TED Talk, but you never know where things can lead. So I'm really thrilled about that. Okay, now for I know you've been anxiously awaiting all week long since my last show for the quotes of the week from the universe and from Abraham. So let's get to it. Let's see what the universe and Abraham have in store for us today. First from the universe. To all those who might ever doubt the power I have to make their fondest dreams a reality, their greatest hopes manifest, and their most outrageous thoughts become things, I ask, have you ever pondered eternity lately? Do you know there are ten sextillion stars, not to mention planets? Have you looked into a mirror and seen the glint in your eye, the tint of your skin, or the warmth of your smile? This is how I roll. Pass it on. The universe. Ah, we love our quotes from Mike Dooley in the universe. Rather apropos for our live studio audience and our guest today. I'll explain what I mean by that later. And let's see what Abraham has in store for us today. From Abraham. You are extensions of source energy. And when you allow that pure source energy to flow through you, you are so bright and beautiful. Your timing is good and you feel vital and alive in your body. And as others see you, they wonder what your magic is. But it only seems like magic because it is experienced by so few. It isn't magic. It is available to everyone but you must allow your alignment. Ah, wonderful quote from Abraham. And this is one I I truly relate to because, you know, part of what I do as the conscious consultant is help to bring people back into alignment with who and what they truly are. And I know it, it does seem like magic sometimes. It does seem like you know, oh, look at this person. They've got things so worked out. They're so confident. They're so great. They weren't always like that. And and we can all be like that, but it takes being vulnerable. It takes being authentic. It takes really coming from the heart and speaking from the heart. And, you know, as I just mentioned about doing this TEDx talk, so I got a couple of books and I've been reading about it. And one of the things they say is to do a great TEDx talk you need to come from your heart. You know, you need to tell your story. You need to be authentic. And it's not magic. It's really not. It may be scary. It might be a little intimidating. You know, it might take getting vulnerable. And that's not always comfortable, is it? But even though it's not comfortable, even though it's scary, even though you'd be shaking in your boots... That is where the real magic lies. Mm. 
And more and more, I mean, it's so interesting, like just the conversation these days about authenticity and being real and coming from your heart. I mean, these are things 5, 10, 15 years ago, yeah, occasionally you'd find somebody talking about, but very rare and and not common. And now it's becoming more and more common. So I, I just, I, I love this quote, and again, so apropos for my guest today, and, and I hope you really take it to heart. When we come into alignment with who and what we truly are, life supports us. Mm-hmm. We just feel better, even if we feel nervous. And, and then we come from this truly authentic place that it may not resonate with everybody, and that's okay, but it will resonate with your tribe. It will resonate with the people who care about what you have to say. And life is calling us more and more every day to to speak our authentic truth. I mean, with things like Facebook now and Twitter and Instagram and Snapchat and all of these apps, we're so connected with people more than we've ever been connected before. And and it calls us to, you know, because we're so connected, the people everything is so available, people aren't going to listen to the stuff that doesn't resonate with them, that doesn't make a difference to them. And it it just it, it means that much more now to be authentic and be real. Right? You don't have to be perfect. You don't have to be polished. You don't have to be, you know, you know, you don't have to be the Tony Robbins of everything. Mm. You just have to be you and be the best you you can be and know that you don't have to get it all right the first time and you don't have to achieve everything your first day. There are no overnight successes. Mm. Every overnight success I know of was 10, 15, 20, 30 years in the making. I, I, I'm blessed to have this opportunity to do a TED Talk. Again, this talk, I guarantee you, is probably about 25 to 30 years in the making because it's been, oh, maybe more, because it's been that long since I gave my first speech on the speech and debate team in my college way back when, and it was the most awful speech I've ever given in my life. I wrote everything out on index cards. I couldn't read my own handwriting. I I mumbled through it. But the good news is, it was the worst speech I ever gave. And so every year, everything that's happened in my life has supported me and helped me to become more and more and more in alignment with who I truly am. So... Please, please, don't worry about pleasing everybody else. Don't worry about fitting in with what society says, who and what you should be. Speak your heart. Speak to what really resonates with you. And trust me, the people who resonate with that message will find you. And they will become your most loyal, avid fans. They will be your tribe. And they are your tribe. And they're looking for you. They're waiting for you. Seth Godin is constantly egging us on to just ship, to just do it. Just give that speech. Just do that talk. Just do that video live stream on Facebook. For the first time, just do it. It doesn't have to be perfect. So I hope uh, that these words mean something to you and that uh, you love these quotes from the universe and from Abraham as much as I do. And as I said, so apropos for our guest today. So without further ado, let me bring her on for you. And now with our video live stream, you'll get to see how beautiful she really is. Ah, There we go. Now we got her on the screen. So it is my pleasure to welcome Simone Sloan, who is a business and leadership coach, an entrepreneur, a pharmacist, a mentor, and a writer. As a business and leadership coach, Simone brings balance and energy to support her clients professional and personal goals and i am very very pleased to welcome simone to the conscious consultant hour welcome simone thank you so much welcome and hello everyone yes welcome so uh leadership is is one of these (laughs) things that i love talking about and interviewing people about because there's so many 
preconceptions and misconceptions about what leadership is and what it's truly all about. Um, before we really get into it, Simone, though, I'd love to just to provide some context to people. If you could talk maybe just a little bit um, about sort of your journey of sort of where you started, um, perhaps after you got out of school and, and, and what kind of brought you, you know, just the, the, the Reader's Digest condensed version, the, 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 the highlights of what kind of brought you on this path to, to decide that you really wanted to focus on business and leadership. Sure. Um, actually, I am, I am a pharmacist and um, have been working within the various therapeutic areas, right? I'm licensed in mm-hmm. three, in, actively in three states. And for me, what uh-huh. about pharmacy was about really looking at people in pain and right. because in terms of all the medications they were taking and all different things that they were utilizing. Right. And for me, it was all about the diet and exercise. Let's break it down to the fundamentals and what does that really right. mean? And um, and so from that journey, really, um, my whole thing was empowering people to get on the right course in terms of understanding your diet, understanding um, mm. your exercise, and getting that solid foundation. So, so, so you were not this kind of pharmacist that most people t- typically tend to think of. You come in with your prescription handed to them, they hand you a bunch of pills, you're gone, and that's it. You were really more interested in like... How can we prevent people from having to need to use these pills absolutely, every day? Absolutely, absolutely. And that was one of the key things for me because um, for me, yes, they had a whole litany, a, a tray of medications. And if you step back a little bit and just talk to them and really have them mm. understand the impact of what they're doing, not only to their lives, but their families' lives and every, the ripple effect that that could potentially have, bringing that awareness, mm. that yeah. was one of the key things for me. Um, I then, in terms of that aspect, I went to, I lived in France for some time too, ah. and um, had a great opportunity not only to utilize my medical background within pharmacy, right. Right. but then I had more exposure on the business side, doing some market ah. research, working across global, global organizations. Yeah, yeah. That and, must be very different because, you know, every country does business a little differently than we do here in the United States. Absolutely. And, that's just, and not only that too, to see the culture differences that Yes. take place, mm-hmm. um, how they do business in the different yes. countries, because I was looking at France, comparing it to Canada, comparing it to the U.S., uh, comparing it to the U.K., Latin America, and it was a total eye-opener for me in terms of that realm, in terms of how they manage people, in terms of how they look at um, right. the jobs and the communities and, and, and what they value, right? Right, right, right. And, and I do have to interrupt for just a second, because although it's very subtle, there is a beautiful, beautiful accent underneath <laughs> it. Where are you originally from? I'm originally from Jamaica. Jamaica. Yes. Ah, <laughs> the ah, islands of Jamaica. <laughs> ah, I love it. Love it. <laughs> yes. And um, and then from there, really, um, once I got, well, had that experience working in France, um, then came right. back to the United States and got my MBA and um, was really propelled into marketing and marketing to consumers, marketing to healthcare professionals, mm. marketing to you know the payers on the insurance side. And really showing the transferable skills within the medical, the commercial, and being able to utilize all those skills to really understand, kind of see the good, the bad, right. and the not so and the indifferent, right, right in terms right. of different management styles. Right. Um, what propelled me to go into um, into coaching was I was looking for my next act. I was. Uh. Looking okay. for in terms of the impact that I wanted to leave on others mm-hmm. positively, mm-hmm. and then also in terms of what that legacy would look like. Okay, and I stepped back a bit and uh, did a, a year course in um, for, for my coaching training. Okay, and um, came back with this. I ended up with this huge gift, huge right. gift, and something I wanted to share. Okay. Um, utilizing some of the market research um, aspects of it, saying oh. where was I going to actually fit in terms of my what would where would I add the most value within okay. this whole coaching run? Because you think coaching it goes spans the gamut, right? Right, right, right. But I had this great experience in not only being an entrepreneur myself, mm-hmm. but also working within organizations, and then really seeing the need in terms of where entrepreneurs are going and what they want to do. I'm 
that's where I said I'm really committed to partnering with these entrepreneurs and small business owners to really create that solid foundation, mm-hmm. helping them with those business strategies so that we, they can flourish, have the success and really thrive. Wonderful. So, yeah, Wonderful. that's how my journey. <laughs> great, great. Okay, so it's time for us to take our first break. I also want to welcome our, our uh, live stream Facebook people. I see a couple of friends have joined. Freddie, good to, to see you listening in, Freddie and Barry. And uh, yeah, we've had a few views already. And uh, I believe, I'm not sure, I think if you guys sort of type in the comment section by the video, I can actually see your questions and I can ask uh, Simone your questions too. So we're going to take a prick quick break and when we come back we'll continue uh, talking with Simone Sloan you're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour Awakening Humanity and we'll be right back you're listening to the Talking Alternative Network Hello, I'm JC. I'm Joan. And And welcome welcome to to 21st Century Entrepreneur. We bring education, insight, knowledge, awareness, trouble, craziness, and fun. For you, the entrepreneur who's looking to build your business. And your community. Listen every Friday from noon to 1 Eastern on talkradio.nyc. And you can tweet us at 21stCE Radio or Talk Alternative. Talking Alternative Radio, 24 hours a day. Welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. Uh, Thank you all for being with us today. And just to remind our listening audience, if you're listening on Talking Alternative right now, um, we are live streaming on Facebook. Just go to Facebook. Look for me, your Conscious Consultant, Sam Leibowitz, L-I-E-B-O-W-I-T-Z. And you should see the live stream video there. So let's get back to our guest, Simone, as I flip the camera around. There we go. There she is. All right. Well, beautiful, Simone. So last segment, we kind of talked about, you know, your background as a pharmacist and then doing market research and wanting to really help and work with people. And that kind of brought you into uh, this this coaching and, and sort of business coaching. Um, but was there something in particular or, or, or some... Uh, uh, incident or, or light bulb moment when when you decided to really wanting to focus on leadership from you, you know yes because for okay. me when you look at it from um working in the in the quote-unquote medical realm mm-hmm. um and then going into the corporate realm right. and then having that experience within um in in france and experiencing the different cultures and the different type of leadership styles right you kind of look back and you're like whoa (laughs) it was like really from you know all left to right and then in between and and may i ask a personal question sure as a woman of color did you find you were treated extremely differently in different cultures or, or did it not really make that much of a difference um, if it did, I didn't, wasn't conscious to it. Okay. Like, <laughs> All right. Good. Yeah. good. Um, but, um, be, because in terms of when I was in, like, for example, in Europe and for say, I was always trying to learn the language and trying to, uh, you know, okay. in terms of showing the effort right. of doing that. Um, right. so that should be, but you know, also you make, raise a good point though, Sam, in terms of women in leadership and what yes. that really means. Yes. Um, because I do find that, um, when you look at it from the women's perspective, um, they're afraid to even sit at the table or even have the voice mm. to be heard. Or, you know, even going for that job that they really, really want, but they may not have right. all the skill sets, you know, if they have even 40 percent and not the full 100 percent really right. going for it. So definitely those were some things that I also um, saw that kind of helped me kind of um, to focus more in terms of um, looking at those things and those soft skills, if you will, right. as part of the overall leadership makeup. Okay. Um, 
Okay, great, great. I just I just wanted to ask because I just I see so many more women today kind of stepping into this leadership role and I think a lot of people still aren't used to it. And and I do hear that there's still a lot of resistance to it and and especially it's like as a minority or I shouldn't say a woman of color, um it's like you almost have two strikes against you. First you're a person <laughs> of color and then you're also a woman. But but it, it's nice to see sort of that shifting and changing and, and and I, and I really do see sort of this evolution of consciousness where it's making less and less difference to at least more educated people. I mean, there's still places where there's bigotry. It's still alive and well. I think we've seen that through sort of the Obama presidency. You know, I, I you know, whether you like him or hate him is besides the point. There has been so much out and out racism against him purely because he was black. Uh, and let's call a spade a spade. Right. And 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 so it's still alive. But at least I find in in the business world, in the more educated circles that most people travel in, it it's it's less and less needing to be part of the conversation because it's not having as much of an impact as it used to. Um, when we look at it from that perspective, um, mm-hmm. it really takes it. it there are a couple twofold, right? When you look right. at that, um, yes, we are in more positions of of leadership and of, of influence, really, right, right. and uh, and being able to create that culture to enable us to do that. But we still have a little ways to go. Oh, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely, yes, yes. In terms of that, and I think it's also a mindset and a muscle that must be utilized yeah. and and exercised a lot yeah. and being comfortable around mm-hmm. that. But for example, I was working with one client where. She she said, you know, the feedback to her was you need to smile more as, ah, as she was leading her team. Yeah, and just those little yes. subtle things that they, you yes. know, in terms of what the perceptions are and, and your whole, around your whole branding, too, in right. that leadership role and what that kind of means right. in terms of the subtleties of um, right. being, being able to influence. Right. So what kinds of and there are a lot out there. What kinds of misconceptions do you find when you talk to people about leadership? Do you think commonly pop up in people's minds? Sure. Well, it's like, you know, and the perceptions are changing, but, you yes. know, it's not just about being in, in position of power. It's not right. just about a title, right? right? It's not just about having, uh, you know, uh, your folders and powers and, and different um, um, mandates, if you right. will. Right. So, um, so in terms of that concept of I'm in charge and you do what I say and that's yeah. it. And it's not top down. Yeah. It's not top down. It's very organic now. Right. Well, I mean, three things to me that come around leadership is about being able to show, show the possibilities, being able to influence, and then also being able to empower. And right. I think those are like more of the organically um, grown and really um, displays of um, leadership that I've seen where it's been very effective. Yes. And, and it's interesting because we're really now seeing the, the real sort of uh, um, effect of this third wave. Alvin Toffler wrote the book, The Third Wave, back in like 1981, I think it is. And, and a good friend of mine, Cynthia Greenwald, you know, teaches all this networking stuff based on this idea of third wave thinking. And even back then in the 80s, before there was any Facebook or web or anything, Toffler said that we're going from a very hierarchical structure to a, a, a web, a, a, a web exactly. of webs, of constellation Absolutely. of constellations, Absolutely. so that it it's, is getting more flat and, it, and leadership doesn't come from authority anymore, but from our ability to inspire, relate, and as I talked about in my quotes, really be authentic and 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 come from the heart so that you you really people relate to who you are as a person absolutely it's all about the connection because we're so connected now in different ways right and right. The, we, in terms of the the bombardment that we have on our brain yes and and the, the things are going so quickly you have so many things to think about if you're in management or your families and outside families your communities your volunteer right. work all those things play into the overall your role leader does not have right. to be in a, in a in a business or a corporate world the leader is the person who's a parent if they have their yeah. team that's your team you're in the community you're doing things and, and helping and having that positive ripple effect on on on, on your lives of others Absolutely. and influencing them to really take charge of things that they may have even thought of about even doing yeah. and that's all about the empowerment piece also right right right, right. because i mean now now it's all about learning to empower your team uh, to do a bunch of stuff that it can't be all on you. Absolutely. You know, you need, you, you, it, it's not a solo leadership anymore. No. It's about being a leader of leaders. Absolutely. And it's all about trust. Yes. Right? Because not only trust in, 
um, in others, but really in yourself first. Yes. And that's where that all the intentions and the purpose comes from, from being comfortable with self. Right. And once right. you're able to un- get, get what's so about what the strengths are, what your right. weaknesses are, right. where are your areas that you want to grow, right? right? And right. just being, and, and like you said earlier, vulnerability. Yeah. And showing that and showing that it's okay yeah. to be vulnerable. Right, right, exactly. Uh, just a quick shout out to one of our Facebook peeps. Barbara gave, said wonderful and <laughs> gave us a thumbs up. Thank you, Barbara. Thank Glad you. you're tuning in. Um, so you also like to talk about leadership and essence. Mm. Tell, tell our audience, what is this, what's essence oh, and why is it so important? Absolutely. Essence is that core. It's the things you peel away. You know the onion, you peel away and you get to mm-hmm. that core. And it's really what's driving your intentions and your purpose. Mm. And in terms of being really, truly authentic to self, authentic to others, in terms of what you think, right. what you do, and what, how you act. Right. And, all, and you talked about alignment. That's all yes. about it, right? Yes. In terms of that alignment. Uh, so getting back to our essence. essence. So um, how do you tell when somebody is not coming from their essence? Mm. You know, they have the hope. <laughs> I think if you don't believe it, others won't. Ah, okay. And they won't buy it. Right. And if you can't tell your why mm-hmm. about what you're doing in mm-hmm. terms of all those intentions mm-hmm. and how you, 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 you are in the world, your mm-hmm. being in the world, right. people can sense that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Have you ever, like, coached somebody or seen somebody who, like, so believed their own BS. It was mm. like you couldn't get them to see like they're not really being authentic or they're not being mm. in alignment. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> yes. And actually it, it, um, and it goes around the whole perception is reality. Yes. Right. And it's yes. not your perception is their, their perception. perception. Right. And you know, when I, kind of was coaching this individual around that their whole personal branding and a leadership style right. what really came out in terms of well i'm this way but i said well let's take a step back and look at how you're communicating how are you mm. being heard you right. know and it wasn't only with his team at work right. but in terms of your family right. how are you relating right. and then once he was able to do that exercise and really see for himself, mm. where he kind of, the gradient and where he was. Right. That's when the aha moments came. Ah. So it's that whole idea of kind of like how we show up in business is the same way we show up at home, is the same way we show up in our friendships and our relationships and in, in, in volunteers and whatever. I mean, we are who we are. Absolutely. And it's like you really got to look at your whole life and not sort of, you know, compartmentalize, right? Like that's the whole big thing. Oh, I have to compartmentalize, but that doesn't work, does it? Like I have to be, excuse me, like be, I have to be this way because I'm at work. But no, if you're being this way, chances are you're being that way at home and how it impacts everybody else in terms of who you're connecting with, how how it's landing in terms of what you're saying, how you're saying it. And do people really want to connect with you? Right, right. Exactly. Exactly. Um, and, and I want to maybe briefly before we, we go to break, talk about the benefits of shared leadership. Mm. Like when you go around and we're trying to empower our team and, and really help others to become leaders as well. Like for some people that can be pretty threatening because they may think like, oh, I'm giving up some of my power mm. by helping these people to be leaders. Why should somebody do that? And, and, and what are the challenges in that? Consider that um, if you're getting resistance around mm-hmm. sharing, developing others, right. there's, a, there's something else going on there. But mm. think about it too. If you want more, you have to give more. Right. If you have to, that's where the training comes in. That's where there's the sharing of ideas because if you're demonstrating that as the leader, right. chances right. are your team will reciprocate even more. Right, and so if right. you're act, if it's coming up here and all of a sudden you're sharing your vulnerabilities, you're sharing your key learnings, you're sharing best practices, they're mo- right. it's an open environment. It's right. an area where they're saying, okay, it's okay to take risks. It's okay um, to share information open, uh, openly and, and in terms of being authentic about that sharing for the greater good. Yeah. 
Okay, wonderful. Well, it's time for us to take another commercial break. Um, for our people uh, listening on Facebook, I think Facebook's going to stop this video at 30 minutes. I will restart it. So if you get cut off, please um, just go to the next video. I'll start, I'll start it during the commercial break. And when we come back, well, let's uh, talk about some practical stuff. Let's do some case studies, some examples about how to apply all this. Okay, Simone? Great. Wonderful. So everybody, please stay tuned. You're listening to The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, and we'll be right back. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Hi, this is Rob Kay. And I'm Callie Alpert. Are you looking for a show where people talk about real stuff like life, love, the pursuit of being yourself? Well, then you have come to the right place because The Rob and Callie Show is doing just that. For the last 10 years, Rob and I have been having our own version of Sunday morning therapy sessions on the phone, and now we're bringing it to the radio. So tune in and call in live Wednesdays, 8 to 8.30 on talkradio.myc. And that's Eastern Standard Time, so join us. Talking Alternative Radio, 24 hours a day. And welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. We're having a wonderful conversation in studio today with my guest, Simone Sloan, who is a business and leadership coach. Thank you so much for coming in studio today. Thank you so much for having me. It's wonderful. I just love when I can get people in studio instead of on the phone because it's just, you know, the energy. It's just so much better when you can see see somebody in in the eye, especially someone so beautiful as you. (laughs) So that's why I had to do video today so I can see the whole world. Now everybody knows. See, doesn't she have a great smile? Um, okay, so we're talking all about leadership and essence. And so, you know, I, I always like to kind of get practical when we talk about these sure. things with people because, you know, it's great to have the theory, but sometimes I feel like people learn more when they can kind of see the application of it. So I'm wondering if maybe you can tell a story for us of maybe a, someone who came to you that was having some challenges, whether it was in his business life, his personal life, um, and and sort of where you saw the, the, the real leader, the challenge was in their leadership and, and how you help them to sort of shift it and then what the outcome was. Sure. Um, <clears throat> well, in terms of one of the clients that I, I, I look work with, um, right, really around their personal branding and their leadership style, right. one in, this in particular individual was, it was really the issue was around influencing others okay. and, um, and working with their vendors to, to uh, you know, get them to do what they want to do in terms of right. their agenda versus their vendor's agenda. Right. Um, and when you look at that too, it, that some of the things were around communication. Some of the things were about collaboration, right. really even stepping back and looking at, well, what do I need? And, you know, first step is with self when right. in doing this. Right. Right. What do you need and how can you um, um, communicate that to others so it actually means something? And um, so I think the, f- the first step really is to identify the needs mm-hmm. of, of, of your organization or your family or your team, mm-hmm. your volunteering organization, right. and really understanding what you need. Not right. only that it's all about you, but this is a great opportunity to say, team, here's where we are in our um, this either decision making, um, right. in terms of where we are in our sales, et cetera, right. but mm-hmm. really getting that input in terms of what they see from the customer experience side, right. from the vendor side. Is it in terms of you know the um, how much commitment people have in terms of working? Uh. What are the key things that influence them? Because you may be saying, 
money, 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 money. Right. But really, it could be that they want they what the person really wants is just to be valued or to be heard, to have that opinion. Right. Um, and so those were some of the things that we, we kind of stepped back at and gave a, a look in terms of the organization. Yeah, I, I remember there was some study done. I don't remember how long ago. It was a little while ago. But they found that um, what people would do more for recognition than for actual money or, or monetary incentives. And, and and as employers, sometimes we think, or as business people, we sometimes think, oh, well, I just need to pay the person more money. And sometimes it's not about the money at all. It, it's the intangible things. It's the recognition. It's it's the support, the, the, the moral support in a way. The emotional support sometimes means a lot more Absolutely. to people. And it's also to inter- alignment of the values. Yes. Right? In terms right. of how you make decisions. Are you going to be the person who will back right. that individual good in terms of decision making right. to help them? Right. So right. those were some of the things that too, when I was looking at the organization as a whole and their team, in addition to his management style, of uh, how they were actually um, Im- being impact in those kind of silos. I see. Once we're able to get all those issues out on the table mm-hmm. and not by looking at from and really looking at it from the management side, looking at it from the team side right. and getting everybody on the table and just okay, this is where we are, guys. What right. do we do about this? Right. So it becomes not I, you, blame, shame, game. Right. It becomes more of a collective, okay, how are we going to work together to get to the vision that we all align to? Right. And getting that right. buy-in, having them being heard, the contribution, mm. right? And that trickles down because when they feel valued, right. it's amazing, right? Bec- about what size organization was this? This is like between uh, 50, 1 to 50. It's basically one so they, to 50. they were like 25 team people. Okay. And, and so because, you know, sort of the larger the organization gets, the trickier it can be yeah. to really get that buy-in and really empower people. Um, but this really can work regardless of the size of the organization, it, right? It can work in the size of the organization. But what I find is that with this, as those organizations get larger and, and uh, they're larger, right? Right. Um, one person, they've gone through this uh, transformation, if you will, and awareness right. and distinctions and now want to do these actions. But they may run up against an, an area where they may not have had those trainings. And right. so the right, resistance right, right, right. comes in. So it becomes the even the person in the leadership style saying, what what can I what actions can I take? I've just got this great awareness and I want to do mm-hmm. so much, mm-hmm. but then I now have to work with someone who's never had the training and then do I start over again? Right. And so those are some barriers, if you will, or challenges that you may experience right. Right. in that. And that's where it comes down to your values and your, the mm-hmm. vision. And if those are aligned in making your decisions, you can't go wrong. Right. And, and also as you give more power sort of to the people as you're empowering them, you also have to give them authority, right? So if they're working on a project and they don't have a budget, you're not really empowering them. They really can't do anything. So, you know, you've got to do both give people the responsibility in addition to the authority so they can truly live into the vision that you're trying to create. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that that does take in terms of the authority. And that comes back to the whole trust element of it. Right. right. You, and you're actually doing and owning it. What you happen, good, bad or whatever happens, you own that decision. Mm. And it just empowers people to want to do good. Right. 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 Yeah. I, I know also they've done some studies of like some of the best places to work. And they find that the ones where the company put the employees first above the customers um, became not just the best place to work, but then they became amazing companies and offered amazing products because when you put your employees first, then they will go to bat to you. They will provide excellent customer service. They will do all kinds of things. And that's where you find it. That's where the ROI comes into all that in terms of that customer experience. Right. Because if the employee is happy and they know they can make decisions and it's okay um, to to do the right thing for them, for the company, for the clients right. they become the customers even happier and you get those re- great reviews you're getting the glowing mm-hmm. <laughs> you know likes absolutely. so um absolutely it, it's all 360 it's all encompassing wonderful wonderful Ooh, got a new facebook watcher hey Zena, welcome to the show i see Zena joined us um how about um, when you're dealing with conflict, right? Because conflict happens all the time in, in the workplace and in our personal lives or in all kinds of situations. How do we bring sort of this idea of leadership and essence when we mm. make it, to, when we get into a, a situation where there's some conflict going on? Got it. Um, 
when you have the conflict, right, it's sort of the question is not necessarily he said, she said. It's the, right. right. It's, all, it's going back again into self. And mm-hmm. what are you responsible in how you show up to that relationship? Right. What are you creating in your life? Absolutely. And when you're talking about not only creating the, that aspect, too, in terms of what are you owning mm-hmm. in terms of maybe th- contributing to that conflict? Because it's not right. always the other person. It's a dual right. relationship. Right. Right. And then that comes into the understanding around um, of self and then right. of others. Right. What is the motivating or demotivating factor in this conversation? And right. really understanding um, the communication lines, right. um, really understanding how people are relating to each other, the collaboration efforts. Right. And it's not always about the thing that's causing the conflict. There are much, many more yeah. layers around that. Yeah. I mean, do you find, I guess, most of the time it's really communication or miscommunication in some ways? Absolutely. Right, Absolutely. Right, any other like fun examples of leadership in essence or something unusual or unexpected that you could relate to our audience? Um, unexpected. Well, you know, I was at this conference this morning and I thought it was right. really amazing because they were talking about connectivity, uh, not okay. connectivity just in terms of um, using technology, but how you use technology. Right. And I learned about this really great organization where they um, limited resources in one country, say, for example, India. Right. And um, they, you know, in terms terms of literacy rates are very low but what they what this platform did was enable the grandmothers of another country Uh, to connect with this uh younger generation and to teach Uh, that you know those values and to teach things and expose these children to things that would never be that's leadership oh okay so again leadership is not always about um, you know, meeting a deadline or, or, or putting out a product on time. It, it's about allowing, creating a situation where something, you can foster something new happening, something to grow from it Absolutely. that might not have been able to grow from it previously. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so as I mentioned, you know, much earlier, I find like this conversation around leadership and, and values and stuff is, is much more common these days. I mean, you've been doing this work for a while now. Have you seen anything shift around the conversation around leadership in the last several years? What have, what have you noticed the difference to be? Well, I'm noticing that it's, it's, I'm noticing that it's not just about going into a box, into a room for three days uh, and, you know, and, and doing the, that right. learning. Think tank. Exactly. Yeah. And then coming out and then trying to apply. It's more about integrating it now yeah. and, and really from the bottom up. Because like you said, in terms of thought, in terms of the diversity of thought, in terms of connection, in terms of problem solving, it's not coming from the people in the room anymore. It's coming from such a greater um, distance Mm -hmm. and the ability to influence that mm. greater the greater mass mm. i mean that's the powerful thing about this what where we're we going now with it right and wow that's so funny i mean it's interesting that you bring up the idea of integration because this is something that's also very important in my own life with some of the spiritual work mm. that i've been doing as you know going into this role as a facilitator as a shaman and how in our community we really focus on how are you integrating these experiences you know it's so easy now to go out and have you know a peak experience whether it's a spiritual experience or, you know, a, a athletic experience, you know, doing these extreme sports or, or, or yeah, even a, a peak uh, um, business experience. But now you come back and it's like, okay, now how do we integrate this into our day-to-day lives? Absolutely. Like this is where the real gold is. This is where the, today's world and today's challenges are really meeting Absolutely. us. Absolutely. And when you think about it, too, in terms of the why around what you're doing, and um, th- because that's going to drive your intentions and the purpose. And if your employees or your, 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 your children, if you're the parent or your community and your organization really believe in what you're doing, they come on board and are willing to get, you know, roll up their sleeves and even give further to, than that, right? Mm. And because, you know, leadership, it's not a one-time thing or an e- with no. essence that no. you just do and go, okay, we did it, check. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Exactly, exactly. All right. Believe it or not, it's time for us to take our last commercial break of the hour. Wonderful. Thank you, all my peeps on Facebook. It's great to see somebody, so many people watching the live stream. I I really appreciate it. Again, just type something in the comments 
field if you guys have any questions because we're coming into our last segment so this is your opportunity uh ask simona myself a question about leadership and essence and we'll be more than happy to answer it so uh, please stay tuned you're listening to the conscious consultant hour awakening humanity and we'll be right back you're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Are you into comics, movies, and pop culture at large? What about music and storytelling? Then you're in for a treat. This is Michael Dolce, your brand new radio host on talkradio.nyc. I've been professionally writing and drawing comic books, screenplays, and music articles for over 15 years. Catch my new show, Secrets of the Sire, Fridays at 11 a.m., and get the inside scoop on the pop culture universe you love to talk about. For more info, go to secretsofthesire.com right now. TalkingAlternative.com Welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. My guest this hour has been Simone Sloan, a business and leadership coach, and we've been talking all about leadership and essence this hour. So, Simone, I want to ask you, you know, you've been doing this for a while. Where do you, what do you see coming next? Like, are there any trends in leadership that you think uh, that are just nanascent right now, just kind of starting that you think will become more popular? Are there any challenges in leadership that you think people are going to have to start paying more attention to in the future? Um, I think it's going to be more disruptive um, balance. Oh, and okay. I see that because you're, the leaders are not going to be the ones in the room. The leaders are going to be the you know the people you least expect to have the, the problem solving. Problem uh, solving is going to be the huge thing in terms of driving a lot of organizations. Right. And in terms of disrupt, when I say disrupting, also looking at the models of how people are being compensated mm. um, in terms of that aspect of things and really right. looking at how you're going to be valuing the capital that you have in and outside of that room. Right, right, right. And really it's going to be around being more vulnerable because in terms of everything's going to be more unpredictable and being willing to take your organizations into that space Mm. and influencing others to to take that leap of faith because if you have a problem here and you're not solving it, being willing to put yourself out there and state Uh, what your problems are so that way you can get that input and it will come from different areas. So, So, So you see sort of more volatility like we've already in the last, you know, two, three, four, five years, the amount of volatility in the world in general, and I don't mean in terms of wars, but just volatility, and I don't mean in the stock market either, but in, in business, in society, you know, things are changing faster than ever before. You think that's going to be continue even more Absolutely. and that that's going to call us to be even more transparent than we already are. You know, the, just the, the, the big uh, uh, thing that came out of um, in Panama about the, um, uh, the, the laundering money right going through it and, and how the, the, some of the, I see now like on, on Facebook, like in Iceland, it's, it, th- there was like huge, huge protests yeah. over it and, and calling for the president to resign and things to change that, you know, th- like things can't stay hidden right. any longer, can they? Not so, anymore. So if there are any sort of practices or anything you personally are doing or your organization is doing that you're not that proud of or that you're afraid someone might find out you really yeah. better start to step up and and stop it because people are going to find out Absolutely. about it Absolutely, they will find out they will protest and they will um and and that's where also in terms of when i say the disruption of, of how things are because mm-hmm. it, with all the connectedness that we have in the world through you know the internet and technology that we're utilizing it even becomes even grander in terms of being connected, being able to collaborate, looking right. at the big ideas and where they're coming from, because they may not be coming from the big, the right. big the leader. It, it would be coming right. from someone 
all the way maybe in Malaysia, for example, and right, how they do right, things, right. you know. So in terms of being more open right. and more sharing around the information, mm. not only that, but being accepting in yeah. terms of how that how different modalities are being executed, right. right? And then also just in terms of having that broader vision, so not being so myopic right. about one idea because and holding it and being so attached to that idea, right. but right. being open about how it's the fluidity of, of, of how it, the outcome will be. Right, right. Yeah, I'm, 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 it brings to mind when you say all that, um, how like I saw this this, this uh, article about this 14-year-old boy who came up with a system uh, that can clean like the plastic out of mm. our oceans. Because, you know, there's this huge like mile-wide plastic island in the South Pacific somewhere that the currents from all the dumping... Mm-hmm. Well, the plastic that floats, it like culminates in this right. one area. And this kid came up with this idea of, of how to kind of capture yes. it and then like process the mm. plastic, you know, on the oceans. And, and I forget what it changes into. But like, you know, again, this came from a, a high school kid. Um, and, and there's more and more incidences of like even college level kids and uh, coming up with like these amazing solutions to problems that we've been having Absolutely. and that we need to pay attention to Absolutely. this. Like it doesn't have to come from a four Fortune 500 company. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's the point. Absolutely. Right. And, and even in <clears throat> in terms of, of changing of a lifestyle and of uh, um, ooh, a couple of new people up on Yay. Facebook, Lisa and Kevin, welcome to the show. Um, that like these new apps, like these new way of thinking, like like Uber and 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 uh, Airbnb, how like now we're taking our cars in our homes and and looking at them as a resource now and being able to share it and actually being able to, um, you know, create a new lifestyle Absolutely. for ourselves from something that like in the past just just we never would have even Absolutely. thought of. Absolutely, and the more creativity that comes into play, in ter- especially with the exi- example that you've provided with the, the you know the plastics, that's right. going to be more and more. And like, and corporations are going to have to take a step back and embrace um, where those ideas are coming from, embrace where the problem solvings are coming from, because they're not going to look like you know the typical resume that you want. Right, right. And you never know; <laughs> it, it could be if you're working in a in a normal corporation, it could be somebody in the mailroom. Absolutely, you know, who says, you know. This has always been an, a problem, and look, you know, this is what I did, and it, you know, might not be a solution just for your organization, but for a lot of organizations. Absolutely. Or if you're working for a nonprofit, and you found a, a great way to fundraise or to reach your volunteers, yes. like that could be something you can apply to your for-profit organization. Absolutely, and being able to use those best practices to take it to that level, and, and being open about looking at different industries, looking at how ways countries are looking at problem solving. Looking right. at ways in which, you know, um, wh- who has a problem over here and how can you get it solved over there and having right. that collaboration and right. that openness and sharing. So absolutely. Right. Wonderful. Wonderful. Oh, that is great. Oh, thank you so much, Simone. It's been a pleasure having you here. Thank you. Um, so you have to let our audience know because I'm sure there are several people who, after listening to you were like, oh, this is the kind of person I want to work with as a coach. Um, if, if people want to get in touch with you or find out more about you, how do they find you? Sure. I'm on LinkedIn. You can look at me at Simone um, Sloan. I'm also on Twitter, Aim, Inspire, Grow. And ah. you can reach me through my website at Your Choice Coach. Ah, Your Choice Coach. Dot com. Dot com. Wonderful. And and do you have any events, any special yes, gigs coming actually up? Actually, I do. Um, in May, I'm doing a personal branding webinar ah. um, through the Elevate Network. So, oh, Elevate. Um, yeah, they're a great network. Yeah, Elevate.com. And um, I can share, definitely share the link um, with your group if you like. Oh, wonderful. Wonderful. Yeah. So, you know, let us know if you want to learn more about that. It will be posted on your website, it I'm will, assuming. Yes, it will. Absolutely. And that's uh, May when? Do you that's, have the date? Yes, May 3rd. May 3rd. 12 okay. o'clock noon, Eastern o'clock Standard then. Time. Ooh, <laughs> look at all that. All right, great. So just go to yourchoicecoach.com. Wonderful, Simone. Thank you so much for coming on Thank the Conscious you. Consult Now. It's been a pleasure having you. Thank you so much for having me. You're quite welcome. You're quite welcome. Okay. So let me just uh, switch the camera around here to all my peeps. Thank you guys all on Facebook for watching the video. We're going to do more of this in the future. It seemed to work pretty well today. Did, did you guys like it? I, I see a couple of thumbs up there. Thank awesome. you. And uh, we'll do more of that. And uh, we'll probably do more of that for the whole Talking Alternative Network now that we kind of have the equipment in place and um, 
have the ability to do this and it seems much more popular, let us know. Please send us your feedback. You can always reach me at my email address is sam at talkradio.nyc. And for those who weren't here during the beginning of the show, you missed my special announcement. But of course, I won't deprive you of that. Yes, me, your conscious consultant, will be giving a TED Talk or rather a TEDx Talk on April 26th. Um, at TEDx Upper West Side. Uh, I don't know. I don't think they've started selling tickets just yet. There are only 100 uh, spots in the audience, so um, you got to catch the tickets if you'd like to come. Uh, the tickets will be available at TEDx Upper West Side. Um, I will make sure that we get that into our newsletter and, and on Facebook. We'll, we'll post it around. Um, and, you know, we're going to be planning on doing uh, more of this kinds of stuff. As you see with both my show and with the, the network overall, you know, we're looking to grow and expand. You know, I always said to people in the past that I look at Talking Alternative not just as an internet radio station, um, but as a media company. And I always said, you know, I didn't want to do video until we could do it right. You know, you, you guys listen to us, you hear the quality of sound, the difference between us and much most other internet uh, radio stations is our quality of sound. And so it wasn't until, you know, these phone apps started coming out and now we can live stream video on Facebook. We also have Periscope and Meerkat and all these other and Blab now. So you'll start to see more and more um, video and more and more ways that you can find us. Um, I also want to give a little shout out to our intern, Ho Jun, who um, came to us through the Kaplan School. We're very happy that she uh, joined the team. She's helping out in a number of ways in the background. And uh, I know you guys don't, don't quite see her, but trust me, she is an invaluable member of the team now. Um, and uh, we're glad to have her aboard. And yeah, well, there hopefully might be some other changes and some other things happening. And... I will be having a guest either next week or the week after. We're also going to have a little special announcement about him. And you will see that the Talking Alternative family is growing. So everybody, thank you for tuning in. Of course, I will be back live next week, Thursday at 12 noon in my new day and a slot. And if anybody missed any part of today's show, um, the video will be on my Facebook page. I believe after we finish uh, today's live video. Video stream it will be saved or you of course can always go to our archive pages for the conscious consultant on talkradio.nyc thank you all for watching and listening today and we will talk to you next week You are listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Are you into comics, movies, and pop culture at large? What about music and storytelling? Then you're in for a treat. This is Michael Dolce, your brand new radio host on talkradio.nyc. I've been professionally writing and drawing comic books, screenplays, and music articles for over 15 years. Catch my new show, Secrets of the Sire, Fridays at 11 a.m. and get the inside scoop on the pop culture universe you love to talk about. For more info, go to secretsofthesire.com right now. Hey, all you crazy listeners. Looking to boost your business? Why not advertise on Talking Alternative with very reasonable rates? Interested? Simply email at info at talkingalternative.com. Hello, I'm JC. I'm Joan. And, and welcome, welcome to, to 21st Century Entrepreneur. We bring education, insight, knowledge, awareness, trouble, craziness, and fun. For you, the entrepreneur who's looking to build your business. And your community. Listen every Friday from noon to 1 Eastern on talkradio.nyc. And you can tweet us at 21stceradio or talkalternative.com. 
You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network at www.talkingalternative.com. Now, broadcasting 24 hours a day. Talking Alternative. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant, and on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network, 